0: yes sir yes sir yes sir we are back back with another podcast episode i am your host with the most darius capers kung fu cape on the twitch darius underscore capers or at darius capers on my social medias and uh i know something might look a little different this time everybody but you know it's just me on an episode today i wanted to uh just give you all some content you know Stay consistent with it because I know y'all are enjoying what we talk about on this podcast, enjoying listening to our takes about football. I mean, you guys are showing the like you love it on the on the, the Instagram page on everything else. So, like I said, we wanted to just keep some consistency with y'all. This gonna be a little one-off type thing that I do. I'm gonna call it Capes Corner. You know, just get on here, discuss about things, maybe stuff that people drop in my Twitch chat that they want to hear about football related. And as I'm doing that, I kind of want to go through a maybe a mock draft with you guys to see what I'm thinking at, uh at this point in the season. So, so far at this point in the season, it's been about 11 games for some teams, 12 games for others. And this is the way the draft order would look if the season ended today. So, Picking first overall would be the Houston Texans. They have a record of one, nine, and one. Picking two would be Chicago. Three would be the Detroit Lions for the Los Angeles Rams. Four would be the Seattle Seahawks for the Denver Broncos. Five, Carolina. Six would be the Philadelphia Eagles for the New Orleans Saints. Seven would be Arizona. Eight, Green Bay Packers. Nine, the Raiders. 10 would be the Houston Texans for the Cleveland Browns. So if you're keeping track, the Houston Texans would have two top 10 picks. That can be game changing in this draft. Uh, 11 would be Jacksonville. 12 would be Pittsburgh. 13 Detroit. 14 Indianapolis. 15 Atlanta. 16 Seattle. So I mean, Seattle would have two top 16 picks at four and 16. 17 the Chargers. 18 the Patriots. Getting into the playoff teams, 19 would be Tampa Bay, 20 would be the Commanders, 21 Baltimore, 22 my Jets, 23 the Buffalo Bills, 24 the New York Giants, 25 would be the Denver Broncos, 4 the San Francisco 49ers, 26 would be Tennessee, 27 would be Dallas, 28 is Buffalo, 29 would be the Miami Dolphins, but they forfeited their pick. 30 is the Minnesota Vikings, 31 the Kansas City Chiefs, 32 the Philadelphia Eagles with the best record in the league. So just kind of hearing those, uh, if I'm not mistaken, three of these teams have two first-round picks. You got the Houston Texans picking at 1-10, you got Seattle picking at 4 and 16, and you got Philly picking at 6 and 32. So those are some pretty quality building blocks that teams can get. Uh, depending on how the draft folds. Uh, there's a couple guys I really like in this draft. Uh, everybody's high on the quarterback class, but I'm also high on, like, the defensive line. The D-line is pretty deep this year. You got guys like Brian Brees from Clemson, Miles Murphy from Clemson. You got Will Anderson, who's like an edge linebacker-type guy for Alabama. You have um, the other defensive lineman for Georgia that got hurt, but I still think he can be a stud. Uh, Nolan Smith. He was having a great season before he went down with an injury. Uh, you also have, excuse me, I got my notes right here, Isaiah Foskey from Notre Dame, Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech. He was a huge riser this year. So there's a there's a lot of good talent on the D-line. See, I forgot about one of my favorite guys, Jalen Carter from Georgia. He was such a big player for that national championship team last year. Him and, and, and big, big uh, Jordan Davis in the middle. And they held that defensive line down for Georgia for that championship run. So there's a lot of talent on the D-line and at the quarterback position. A position I don't see much talent at this year, though, is offensive line. I only really see three maybe offensive linemen worth going in the first round. Uh, I see see my man from uh, Northwestern. Um, Peter Skronsky, he's the best O lineman in the class. Got Paris Johnson, dream from Ohio State, but I'm not too sure about Paris Johnson. I think he'll be a good player. Uh, Broderick Jones is also an, another pretty solid O lineman from Georgia. Those guys are projected to go a little later in the draft. So, excuse me, those guys are projected to go a little later in the draft. So, I mean, I'm not against somebody reaching for them, considering those are the only tackles. Projected in the top 32 picks. The next tackle you got to come to the second round, and it's Antoine Harrison from Oklahoma. And the way Oklahoma has been this season, I wouldn't really put my money in drafting an Oklahoma offensive lineman. I mean, I know they've had success in the past. Creed Humphrey comes to mind for the Kansas City Chiefs, but he was a second round pick. So, I mean, it really just depends on what your team needs. And so just kind of going through this quick mock draft of uh, first overall pick Houston Texans, they're most likely going to take a quarterback. I feel more comfortable about them taking Bryce young than CJ Stroud. I know a lot of people are high on CJ Stroud, but he just hasn't really lit it up for me this year with them losing this season. Uh, he's not going to get to compete in a college football playoff. They they just lost to Michigan and it wasn't really close. So even though Bryce young has had his fair share of losses this season as well. I feel a lot more comfortable in drafting Bryce Young because I don't feel like he's been the reason that Alabama has lost any of their games. I truly feel like he's been the one consistent force for Bama. So I'm pretty comfortable with Bryce Young at number one for the Houston Texans. Davis Mills, I think he's ran his course as their quarterback. I mean, he's, he's a good player, but... I feel like he could go somewhere and be a very good backup. And if they decide to move off of him, or if they decide to keep him as their backup, I feel like he can be a good player in the league. But you can't pass over a guy like Bryce Young. Uh, Number two, Chicago. Chicago has their quarterback. uh, Jalen, Justin Fields, excuse me, I almost said Jalen Hurts. Think about these Eagles. Uh, Justin Fields is looking like a franchise guy. They have to build that offense around him. If there was an offensive lineman that was projected to be a camp miss prospect, Peter Skronsky, like I mentioned, he is a top-ten guy, but he's not a top-five guy. So I wouldn't feel comfortable with mocking him here. Somebody that they could use is another linebacker. They they ended up letting Roquan Smith go be a trade to the, the Baltimore Ravens. And so a guy like Will Anderson, their comp for him – at points this season was he he was supposed to be the number one pick. They really had him going number one a lot this season, but I can see him having a Micah Parsons-esque role for a defense. I truly feel like he can come in and be that building block for a young defense, a defense that needs some help on the edge, needs a chess piece that can play a little bit of everywhere. So, I would like to see Will Anderson in a Chicago uniform. I feel like that would bring back the glory years of when they, when they had a great defense and he can be the piece to take them to that next step. He can, he can be what Khalil Mack was for them in a few years and I truly feel like he can. Number three, this is another, this really should be another, Easy pick. I feel like, depending on what the Lions want to do, if the Lions want to give Jared Goff another season, then I say that they go with one of the defensive linemen, either Jalen Carter or Miles Murphy. But if I'm running the Detroit Lions, I truly feel like Jared Goff has run his course. It's time to go ahead and get what we can for Goff. Maybe just let him go, or let him be that that bridge quarterback. Help the young guy we bring in, and I'm taking C.J. Stroud. If I'm them, I'm going to take C.J. Stroud with that pick that uh, is owed to them from the Los Angeles Rams, because they need a building block at quarterback. They need a young guy. C.J. Stroud is a lot of people's QB one, so I mean, why not? Why not go and take? QB one at number three, and he doesn't have to play right away. He can come in and you can slow play him. And I feel like that would be a great pick for the Detroit Lions. Number four, Seattle will be picking for Denver. Seattle Seattle doesn't need a quarterback. I, I like Will Levis to be a top 10 pick as well, but I don't think they really need a quarterback right now. I can see them going a couple different places. O line is a, is a position I feel like they need help with, uh, but D line as well. They are young there; they have a young defense. Um, they they have arguably the rookie of the year at cornerback. If it wasn't for Sauce Gardner, excuse me, he's one of the excuse me got hiccups. Who is he's one of the pick leaders in the league this year. So if they're looking to build that defense, I definitely say they need to go as well with a defensive alignment. And I like Jalen Carter from Georgia a lot. Jalen Carter, he he's he's a chess piece as well on the D line. I feel like he can play the nose. He can play the D tackle spot. Depending if you want to run a three four or four three, he can maybe even bump over to that that D end. That's kind of like a D and D tackle hybrid in the three four. So I like him as well. Number five, this is where you can also see another quarterback go. Carolina's picking at number five. (sighs) This is tough for me because they also have a really good defense. Frankie Lubu, I I know you guys noticed we went live from that game earlier this year, from a Carolina game earlier this year when they knocked off the Falcons. They have a great young defense. Brian Burns, Frankie Lubu, J.C. Clark. I mean, I mean, J.C. Horn, excuse me. They lost Deontay, uh, uh, Dante Jackson for the year with an Achilles injury, which didn't even look that bad of an injury when it happened. We were watching the game, and he didn't look like he was, he did anything crazy. But him going out for the year makes DB a position that they can go for because with with Achilles injuries, you never know how those are gonna be. So for them. I like them getting Keely Ringo at number five. Keely Ringo is cornerback one in this class, and I really like Keely Ringo. He's a big physical corner, six foot two, two hundred five. That Georgia defense plays a lot of cover two and a lot of man coverage. So him and J.C. Horn on the other sides of each other, they that can be two shutdown corners. And we're seeing with, I hate to reference my Jets, but we're seeing with the Jets, two lockdown corners make it very difficult for any team to throw on you and that makes your defensive line that much better because with the quarterback holding the ball for three four five seconds one of your d-linemen are going to get home so I like I I don't think an edge is necessary for them I don't think a a d-lineman is because Derek Brown like I mentioned Brian Burns they have good d-linemen already Uh, I mean I feel like they can use another cornerback. That would really help them. Again, I want to say if there was a top five, can't-miss prospect O-lineman, I would say go O-line, but I like Keely Ringo for them. Number six, Philly picking for the New Orleans Saints. Miles Murphy's a perfect fit for them. Uh, I I know one of your guys' favorite uh, podcasters that comes on with us, Maurice, he's an Eagles fan, and I was talking to him offline, and he mentioned that Something that Philly definitely needs is another edge rusher. He wanted Will Anderson if this pick would have stayed top three, but since it's fallen to six, they're going to have to take the consolation prize, which is Miles Murphy. Miles Murphy, 6'5, 275, another chess piece. These guys coming into the league this year in his draft, they're very versatile, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Miles Murphy played with his hand in the dirt, and he played standing up for the Cle- uh, Clemson Tigers. And I feel like on that defense, with those with with, with just the talent they already have on that D line, he can come in and be a situational pass rusher, and that's actually what they need. They need some more help getting to the ball. I mean, they they have a lot of veterans on that D line now. If those guys want to come back, they can coach him up. And I mean, Miles Murphy would be a stud. He was a five-star prospect for a reason. So that's my pick there. Uh, number seven, Arizona's picking, and man, Arizona's another team that could use a cornerback. I don't see Keely Ringo being there for them at seven, but Peter Skronsky would be a good fit for them. They need offensive line help tremendously. If they got another offensive lineman to help block for Kyler Murray to keep him upright, help with that running game, I feel like that would be nice for them. They need help there. Um Number eight, I got Green Bay taking Jordan Addison from USC. Jordan Addison is my wide receiver one. He's six foot 175. He's a smooth route runner. Uh, I feel like they've already got that big play guy in Christian Watson this past year. They have Romeo Dobbs, who hopefully he comes back healthy from that ankle injury and they just need somebody that can really work from the slot and also be that route runner underneath for Aaron. I truly feel like, or, or for Jordan love, excuse me. I can't, can't just dismiss Jordan love being that guy next year. You never know what they're going to do with Aaron Rodgers, So I truly feel like a receiver would be tremendous for them. And I like Jordan Addison is my number one receiver. I really do. I think Jordan Addison is going to be a good player. So um. Number nine, the the Oakland, (laughs) the Las Vegas Raiders, excuse me. They need to change that emblem or something. Because when I see that emblem, I think of Oakland. Las Vegas Raiders, I feel like that's another team that could benefit from one of these versatile D linemen. And Clemson defensive linemen, yes, his his position is D-line because, again, he's a versatile guy. He goes from the D tackle spot to the D end spot to the edge. Brian Brees he dealt with a lot of injuries during his time at Clemson, but I truly, truly, truly feel like him going to that Las Vegas Raiders team. They need help on defense on the defensive side of the ball. The guys they drafted have not really panned out. I mean, this is taking a a swing for the fences. If Brian Brees comes back healthy, gets into a NFL weight room gets in NFL NFL training and all of this to, you know, get his body, right. He can be the best defensive player in this draft. He was the number one player in this high school class for a reason. He was unstoppable at the high school level. I know it's high school. I mean, he can easily come in and be that guy for them. Him with Max Crosby on the defensive line. That's something. I mean, Taylor Jones looking like he wasn't the signing they thought he'd be, so giving them another shot, another chance just to have a, have a good defensive lineman, I truly feel like that would be great for them. Number 10, Houston is picking for the Cleveland Browns because of the Deshaun Watson trade, and I have them taking another receiver. I know they drafted – Um, John Mechie III from Alabama last year, but with his battle with leukemia, I truly feel like they could use another receiver to help ease him back into it, you know? And I got them taking Quentin Johnson out of TCU. He's the 6'4", 215-pound, big body, big play receiver. Him and Jordan Addison really a 1A, 1B for me. I mean, it's really your preference. It's really what you feel like your team needs. I mocked Jordan Addison to the, the Packers because they already have a 6'4 big body guy in Christian Watson. Maybe they want to get uh Quentin Johnson to pair those two together for Jordan Love or for Aaron Rodgers next year. But I feel like a young quarterback, uh, Bryce Young, could use a big body receiver. Um, that would that would I feel like ease his transition in. Or even if they want to stick with Davis Mills next year and let let Bryce just watch for a couple games, I feel like that could ease his transition or, or help you know davis mills take that take that next step but i mean i don't see them drafting bryce young one and having him sit so i in this situation davis mills will be out of the job and i feel like quentin johnson and bryce young could be that next young quarterback wide receiver duo 11 we got jacksonville jacksonville needs offensive line help terribly 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 they they spent good money on the o this offseason, and Sheriff didn't really seem like the Sheriff he was with the commanders or the football team. So I got them taking offensive linemen, Paris Johnson Jr. from Ohio State. I mean, that Ohio State team, they've been pretty good running the football. In co- they've, they've been well running the football this year in college football. They've been really good, actually. So, I mean, Paris Johnson's offensive tackle, Can give Trevor Lawrence a blindside blocker, and I feel like that's something that could really benefit them. 12 The Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, they need to help a little bit of everywhere. I think they need to get younger on defense as well. I got them taking a cornerback, Joey Porter Jr., out of Penn State, he's a 6'2, 190 pound corner. These corners are getting just as big as receivers nowadays, and I feel like somebody like that could help in that division, especially when you're going up against a Jamar Chase, when you're going up against a a uh the the receivers for the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, they're not that good, but having a guy like that on the edge to to guard your Jamar Chase's to guard your Amari Coopers, and I mean, he can he can be that guy. They they don't really have a, a go-to cornerback right now, so I truly feel like he could come in and be that guy for them. Um, the Detroit Lions are picking again at 13. And call me crazy, but I feel like they can go with the receiver here as well. I know Amonra St. Brown is having a tremendous season. I know they drafted Jamison Williams, but after that, they don't really have much else. I truly feel like you can use three good receivers on a team. And I got them taking Jackson Smith and Jigba with them already taking CJ Stroud. Why not get CJ Stroud, one of his favorite weapons. That would be able to ease CJ Stroud into, into the league, allow him to keep developing and, you know, maybe expedite that process. I mean, with them taking CJ Stroud at three, I also feel like Jerry Goff would be out of there. So that can make that transition for him a lot easier. At 14, the Indianapolis Colts are picking. I feel like the Colts need a quarterback as well. I mean, Matt Ryan's a wildly veteran. If he wants to come back and be a mentor-type quarterback or a bridge guy, I like that. But when they went to their young kid, man, he did not seem like he was ready to play and – I don't think he will be. I'm mean, coming out of Texas. You know, Texas doesn't have the best track record for quarterbacks. And I didn't think he was that good in Texas, anyways. So, with a 14th pick, I have them taking Will Levis out of Kentucky. Will Levis is sneakily my favorite quarterback in this draft. He reminds me a lot of Josh Allen. 6'3, 6'4, 230 pounds, rocket arm, pretty mobile. He's. He has to work on his accuracy, but I mean, going to a team like the Colts, he'll have Michael Pittman at at wide receiver. Jonathan Taylor will be in the backfield still. Hopefully the O-line comes back next season healthy, and if he has to play, which I don't think he has to because they bring back Matt Ryan, or if Matt Ryan retires, then he might have to. But if Matt Ryan comes back, that's what I'm going to hope, then he can sit and learn from an arguably a Hall of Famer quarterback. And – he have a great running back, a great running game. Michael Pittman will be a good receiver for them. I feel like that's a good fit for them. At 15, Atlanta, the Atlanta Falcons, they really just need help a little bit of everywhere, in my opinion. I've, I got them taking the best player on the board, Tyree Wilson, edge Dresser from Texas Tech. He's been one of the biggest risers this year in college football. He's been a st- Dud in the Big 12, he's been wreaking havoc from that edge for that Texas Tech team. That has been a lot better than a lot of people thought they'd be this year, 6'6", 275. He's one of the best edge rushers on the board. I actually have him third on my edge rush list behind Will Anderson, Miles Murphy, and then it's him. So I feel like they could really get a steal here. Arizona, I mean, Atlanta, excuse me, Atlanta can get a steal here at 15 if they were to take him. At 16, Seattle's picking again. Uh, the first pick they did was Jalen Carter, and I have them going defense twice. I mean, it's it's typical for Seattle to go two times defense. They're not really a big offensive draft type team. I got them taking Cam Smith out of South Carolina. He's a a versatile corner, six foot 185, can play in the slot, can play on the outside. Matching him up with Jalen Carter, who they drafted earlier on, and then Tyreek Woolen. Outside, they would have a good, young defense for the future, and I feel like that would be great for them. At 17, got the Los Angeles Chargers picking, excuse me. And the Los Angeles Chargers, this is where it gets tough for me because do the Chargers need another receiver? They could use another one. I mean, but – They could also use an offensive lineman. They could also use some help on defense with a lot of injuries that they face. So, if I had to take somebody for the Chargers right now, I honestly would have them take an offensive lineman. I feel like they can use help, continue to build that offensive line, Broderick Jones is the last good offensive lineman that's a offensive tackle on the board could give Justin Herbert another offensive lineman out there. I mean, they're good at the guard spots, but taking another O-lineman never hurts. At 18, the Patriots are on the board. They can go one of two ways. They can go with a corner, but they had a young cornerback this past draft that's been playing pretty well. So I feel like they can go with an edge rusher, Isaiah Foskey, From Notre Dame at 18, 6'5", 260, another guy that's really assisted a team that a lot of people didn't think much of, especially early on this season when they were losing to higher-ranked teams. A lot of people didn't think much of Notre Dame, but he's truly been one of their consistent players on defense. Him coming in on that edge can be huge for them, and I would like that fit with Bill Belichick's mind. He could definitely be a... Havoc wreaker for that New England Patriots defense. 19, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I can, I feel like this draft pick depends solely on what Tom Brady does. If Tom Brady decides to go to another team, which I believe he will, I, I like Tom Brady going to, hey, my Jets. Uh, news coming out, he might go back to the Patriots. I can go into San Fran if they want to get rid of Jimmy G., there's a couple of teams out here that Tom can go to, but in this world, Tom Brady signs back with the Buccaneers, and I will have them taking Michael Mayer, the number one tight end, 6'4, 250 out of Notre Dame. He's a mismatched nightmare, man. They play him a little bit of everywhere. They play him at the X, they play him at the slot. He's a good blocker. He can be that tight end that Tom was missing this season. I feel like if they put him on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now, he'd probably be their best tight end. So, that's what I feel like they'll go with there. Um, number 20, number 20, the Washington Commanders. I feel like the Commanders could use another cornerback. I mean, call me crazy. I, I, I feel like that defense is still recovering from a lot of injuries. Adding another young defensive player on that on that defense can be big for them. Christian Gonzalez, 6'2", 200-pound corner from Oregon. I feel like that fits perfectly for them. I mean – they could also use an offensive lineman, but with Broderick Jones already being gone, I feel like he can fit right in with that young defense, and that would be amazing for them. 21. Can you do something for me? 21, 21. At 21, the Baltimore Ravens might be getting the best player on the offensive side of the ball in this draft, and they're taking B. John Robinson from Texas. Six one, six one running back, two hundred fifteen pounds. Their, their running back position has been a revolving door, man. With with all of the injuries they face, Gus Edwards thought he could come back. He wasn't ready. J.K. Dobbins came back. He wasn't ready, and they're both back on IR. They have, they they just they need a staple running back. If they got somebody, if they got somebody like Bijan Robinson. My apologies, everybody. I'm getting text messages. If they got somebody like Bijan Robinson, Bijan Robinson reminds me a lot of Brees Hall. Around the same size, six foot, six one, two fifteen, two twenty, can do everything. He's a every down running back. He could be Lamar's. He could be Lamar's favorite favorite weapon. He really can. I would love to see a read option with Lamar Jackson and B. John Robinson. That would be tremendous. Um. Hmm. At twenty-two, my boys is picking twenty-two. The New York Jets. We can go a couple places with this draft pick. I uh. I really hope Brees Hall comes back healthy. Um, we're pretty good at the cornerback spots. We're good at the safety spots. We signed all those guys. The D line is probably the strength of our defense. If there was a offensive lineman here, I would love to take him. But because the offensive linemen are all gone, that are really worth a first-round pick. I have us going with a linebacker. Another position that we need, Trenton Simpson from Clemson. I know you guys are saying, this Clemson defense, all these players on it. Yeah, they they really do. They have some talent. Trenton Simpson, 6'3", 230-pound corner. He can play off the ball. He can play on the ball. He can play the mic. He can play – He can, he's he's one of those guys on the defensive side of the ball. He's one of the best linebackers, if not the best linebacker in this draft class. And if we're getting him at 22, that's a position we really need. He can get in that linebacking rotation. T.J. Mosley's actually had a pretty good season coming back from his injury, but getting a young stud like that to put on that defense with with, with Sauce, with D.J. Reed, with, with all the talent we have, Quentin Williams, Quincy Williams at the at the linebacker spot, I feel like that would help us tremendously. At 23, uh the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati, they they need linemen. O-line, D-line. Jared Verse from Florida State. Another five-star guy that came in when he was from high school. 6'4, 250. Man, he could be a terror next to uh next to that O-line, next to the D-line that they already have. I mean. Phew. They they need that help on the edge. And with Trey Hendrickson having a pretty solid season, he needs some help so they can get rid of some of the double teams that he faces. And I feel like Jared Verse could be that guy for them. He's been pretty good at Florida State. Even though Florida State's kind of underachieved, he's been a guy. He's talented. And getting him in the NFL with NFL coaching would do would do some wonders for him. At 24, the New York football giants are picking. And this draft pick, a lot of people might scratch their head about, but I like it. I truly feel like they need to pick up Daniel Jones' fifth-year fifth, fifth year option or franchise tag him and draft Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker from Tennessee. He's an older quarterback. He's coming into the league from a tw- with a torn ACL, but he's 6'4", 220. I feel like they need to take a chance on him. What we what he, we saw him do for that Tennessee football team this year, just kind of change their, change their luck, change how people perceive them as a team. He's a franchise guy. And to be honest, the only reason I have him going 24 and going below Will Levis is because of that injury, because I honestly liked him going in the top 10, but because of his injury, he fell a little bit. So the giants could get a steal here, man. He can be a, he can be a a draft and stash type guy. I mean, we saw what Daniel Jones did. Maybe this is Daniel Jones figuring it out. If they draft Hendon Hooker and they Daniel Jones has another good season and they believe in Daniel Jones, they have a trade piece. Hendon Hooker can be a guy that they trade away. If they draft Hendon Hooker, have him sit for the year, bring Daniel Jones back, and Daniel Jones is not the guy they think he is, he's not the guy anyone thinks he is, then they have their guy next season. 25th the Denver Broncos are picking for the San Francisco 49ers and man they just need a lot I I don't really know where to go for them uh it's a couple players that really could fit with them but I'm gonna go with Clark Phillips the third from Utah another cornerback I mean I feel like that that can't hurt them you can never have too many good corners um they 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 already have a, a good young DB that's looking like a, a shutdown guy. I mean, he's he's holding down one side of the field, but they need he needs some help on the other side of the field. And they have a really young defense. With them trading away Bradley Tubb I almost wanted to go edge, but I feel like they can find a good edge edge rusher maybe in the second round or or something of that nature. I truly feel that that would be a good pickup for them. And he can he can hold down that other side of the field because they need somebody to assist on that defensive side of the ball. They still got Jay Simmons down there at the safety spot. And I mean with Passer Chan playing the way he plays on one side. And then they got Jack back there. Safety, they really just need another corner to solidify that DP, that DB backfield. And so if they do that, I feel like that would be good for them. They would be set up. For success. At twenty-six, the Tennessee Titans, despite them going with Malik Willis next season, or if they allow Ryan Tannehill to continue to be their quarterback going forward, I feel like they need to get some weapons for those guys, man. They cannot keep handing Derrick Henry the ball 30 times a game because he's already hitting injuries now. And they have to keep him healthy because if they're gonna win a Super Bowl or compete for a Super Bowl, Derrick Henry's gonna be the reason why. So at 26, I have him taking Kayshaun Bouti, Robert Hsu from LSU, another high star guy coming into the league, but he kind of underachieved. It it maybe is because of the quarterback talent. I mean, this season he's played a little better, uh, but even then LSU's been high, they've been low. Jaden Daniels transferring to them really helped Kayshawn sometimes, but other times Kayshawn just kind of coast through games. So going to a team like the Tennessee Titans, I feel like that'd be perfect for him because he's not looked at to be the number one receiver. He can be a 1A, 1B. Uh, They just drafted Traylon Burke this past year and Traylon Burke is finally getting on the field. So hopefully they can come in and be a good young wide receiver duo. At 27, uh, the Dallas Cowboys, I have them taking Brian Branch the safety from Alabama Now, with Brian Branch, I love his versatility as well. For Alabama, he's played everything from the safety spot to the the sub-linebacker spot to nickel corner. He can play a little bit of everyone in the field. He's kind of like a jack-of-all-trades. So maybe that's why I have him falling a little lower because he isn't a, a stud safety, but he's a really good defensive player. And I feel like getting him on that Dallas defense where there's already Micah Parsons, where there's already Trevon Diggs. He can, they can have him and Micah Parsons play a little bit of everywhere. And that would be amazing for that team. At 28, the Buffalo Bills. I have them taking one of my favorite players in the draft, Jamar Gibbs running back from Alabama. Jamar Gibbs reminds me of Alvin Kamara so much. He's such an explosive player. You just have to get him the ball. Now, I, I know they just traded for Naheem Hines, and Devin is not having a bad season, but I feel like they need a running back that they can depend on as a number one. They just drafted James Cook this past year. He doesn't really seem like the guy. He had fumble problems early on, and he just he's not consistent enough for me. A guy like Jamar Gibbs can come in and be Josh Allen's best friend. 29, the Miami Dolphins have to forfeit their pick. At 30, uh, the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings, I honestly could have them. The Minnesota Vikings, they need a few pieces. Uh, I would have the Minnesota Vikings taking offensive lineman, though. Uh, Osiris Torrance from Florida, he's a guard. About 6'5", 2, 350, excuse me. He played a little bit of everywhere for the Florida Gators. And I feel like him being on that O-line would help them a lot with a lot of their O-linemen up there in age or maybe hitting free agency. I feel like he could be good for them. At 31, the Kansas City Chiefs. I have the Kansas City Chiefs taking a a taking a taking steal, honestly. I I didn't really know how to say this because of his injury this season and it being significant, but when this guy was playing – Man, he was a stud. I have the Kansas City Chiefs taking edge rusher Nolan Smith out of Georgia, six three two thirty five. He had a, a season-ending injury early on, and so they shut him down. And when he was playing, man, oh my goodness, he he made wow plays. And Kansas City doesn't necessarily need a high contributor now, but if they got a guy like that, then I feel like him coming in. Getting healthy on that defense that already has a lot of young guys. Kansas City could have a sneaky top 10, top 12 defense next year. And last but not least, the 32nd pick, the Philadelphia Eagles. I have them taking Andre Carter the second, edge rusher out of Army. Andre Carter the second. This is this is early for a kid from Army, but man, his physical is just. I will land 6'7", 260. He's a 4'5", sub five guy, four 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 five guy. Getting him on that Philadelphia Eagles defense as well, man, the Eagles could have a scary, scary defense with them drafting Miles Murphy and him in the same draft because, I mean, you can never have too many edge rushers. Maybe here they would look to take an Antonio Johnson as a safety but Antonio Johnson isn't a cover safety. He's more of a in the box type strong safety that plays the nickel, but if they could get two edge rushers in this draft, the pair together with with Big Jordan Davis in the middle, man, that team could be nasty. So, I mean, it's between like I mentioned either Andre Carter from Army or Antonio Johnson. They can't go wrong with either pick because I mean, they're the best team in the league right now, so that's pretty much what I have for my mock draft. Um, I, I just wanted to, like I said, just come and give you all that content because I feel like draft season is going to come up on us quicker than we than we realize. And a lot of teams need to prep for this draft. I feel like this is going to be a big draft for a lot of teams, teams that might need quarterback help, teams who are looking to get younger in positions. And a team like my Jets, man, we – we can use the linebacker. If we're able to get the best linebacker in this draft, I'd be happy. So uh that was one of the topics I wanted to talk to y'all about. And another one I wanted to mention is man, Cleveland Browns, Houston Texans this Sunday, man. Deshaun Watson is going to be back on the field for the first time since the preseason. It's going to be interesting to see how he's received. <clears throat> he will be back in Houston for that game. So it'll be interesting to see how he's received. And uh we will be trying to bring you guys that game live. That that's our hope. That the dinosaurs will be able to uh, record while that game's going on, and I truly hope we are. But if not, you'll be here, you'll be definitely hearing us talk about it Sunday evening. So, uh, you know, that's tr- really all I had for you guys today from Cape's Corner. Um, whether it's all of us, whether it's one of us, I am gonna leave you guys with some words of wisdom. Just don't be afraid to pray. You know, I, uh, I'm going through some transition right now myself and it's, it's kind of tough for me, you know, being up in the area by yourself again. It's it's an interesting thing. You have a lot of time by yourself, a lot of time to just sit and think just in a, in an idle mind is the devil's playground. So whenever, whenever you got, A moment time whenever you're feeling anxious whenever you're feeling alone you're never alone because God's always with you so I just suggest man just shoot him a prayer he's always listening it doesn't have to be anything long just say God I just need you to help me just bless me keep me safe put my mind at ease something as simple as that man so uh to the the two people that tuned in on my my Twitch stream, to the one person that stuck with me through my mock draft, I appreciate you. Uh through the people that may tune in on um on the Dynastyers podcast through Acast or through our Instagram page, I appreciate y'all as well. This is my mock draft, man. Let me know what you guys are thinking. Let me know who your favorite teams going to take, man. Uh I'm I'm open, you know. I'm willing to hear you out. Uh, I know it's not one size fits all. One one answer for, for each thing. So let me know who you guys think you, your team's going to take. And uh, until next time, man, this is Darius Capers, man, a.k.a. Kung Fu Cape on the Twitch. Darius underscore Capers. Darius Capers on all the socials. Man, we out, man. I appreciate y'all for listening again. This has been a banger. Till next time.